I just feel like such a failure. Everything I touch goes bad. Look at my marriage. Look at me. I don't even want to be around her. Because I... Because I don't want to mess her up. I mean, that's why I'm here with you instead of her first doctor's appointment. Oh. Hell to the north! Honeymoon! doctor's appointment. Maya, please don't judge me. I can't take it right now. Ain't nobody judging you, honey. That's up to the Lord. <laughs> Maya, please. If and when you reach the pearly gates. Yes, a girlfriend's podcast. Hey, girlfriends, welcome back to Oh Hell Yes. Today's episode is called And Nanny Makes Three. I'm Nettie Smith. And I'm Etsy Rowe. Original air date 10 3 2005, written by Kevin and Michelle Marburger. Um, before we get into the episode, you know, there's been a lot going on. Um, the writer's strike. You know, last time we had a writer's strike, we lost girlfriends. You know, R.I.P. to a real show. Uh-huh. We lost mid-season. We only got half a, a season to season eight. Be ready for that when season eight comes up and we only got half a season to talk about. Mm-hmm. But also, and, we, you know, we're, we're going to mention that some more. And also, Etsy, what's going on with the R&B niggas? They, they doing a lot. No. There's a few of them out there that are really making my playlist not fun to listen to. It's Fist Brown that's doing a lot. Okay. Oh, can we? Are we doing that? Are we gonna? You know, there's some fans that listen. We are. Listen, I know we got some Chris Brown fans out here. Y'all need to let's cut the bullshit. Okay. <laughs> he is the problem. Usher Raymond the third has been in this industry. The fourth. The fourth. <laughs> Not the third. Don't try it. Don't try it. Don't play with it. <laughs> Usher Raymond IV has been in this industry since 92, 94, something like that. 92-ish, 93-ish, something like that. 92-ish. You're looking at thir- over 30 years. And I, even, I haven't even heard this nigga slap, have an argument, raise his voice. Have we ever heard Usher yell? He's not, well, you know, he hit them high notes. He ain't trying to yell because he's trying to pr- preserve that voice. So he ain't finna do nothing like that. Listen... If him beating up Riri isn't a cause for y'all to start holding this guy accountable, if all the rest of the times, all the rest of the fights that he's been in, Frank Ocean, Drake, the list is on and on and on. Him abusing Karuchi. Some people are going to say, Etsy, come on. It's been years since he hit Rihanna. but, but But it hasn't been years since he's been in some bullshit. This nigga yeah, has always active cases something. from last year, 2022. Look it up. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. If y'all can't realize now, he got into a fight with someone who threw him a birthday party. Like, come <laughs> on. <laughs> yeah. This, I, this you is know, what coddling gets you. It's hard to defend, yes. And Usher, of all people? Stop it. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's just, and then there was something today where he got in an argument with somebody during the, after 
the oh, performance? I saw that. I, love I the saw that. Right at, at the festival. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like two for two. It's like you want to say, oh, it's an isolated incident. But it's like he won't stop. He couldn't even be like, you know what? As mad as I was at that birthday party, I'm going to take a day off. And I'm going to be, I'm just going to be the nicest guy ever because the internet is going crazy about me. I'm not going to do it today. He didn't even say that. He was like, I'm, I'm just going to be me. And no one can stop me from being me. And then people want to be like, oh, well, you know, it's just because they keep trying. This is past like being nice or being rude. He's violent. Like, do y'all not understand that this is a perpetual abuser? I don't and, know. and also, guys, I, I don't know who's a fan out there. I'm not trying to ruffle no feathers. It is allegedly, allegedly about, we ain't seen no, no fist thrown in no videos. I ain't see it. I'm not saying it didn't happen. It's all alleged. Continue. It's alleged, but when niggas ain't coming out and saying that it didn't happen, what are they trying to tell you? Like, if they letting the rumors go, and yeah. usually... Usually, not always, but usually TMZ be on they shit. What do you mean? Oh, they're usually right, is what you're saying. Right, right. If they're letting these these quote-unquote accusations, right, run rampant without anyone, Tiana Taylor ain't say it didn't happen, right? Yeah. Usher ain't say it didn't happen. Chris ain't say it didn't happen. Yeah. Whoever well. else, all the rest of the other celebrities that were there ain't say it didn't happen so what is that telling you all signs point to um to it happened it's just you know you gotta be politically correct now i don't want to isolate our audio and then be like podcast says this happened and chris comes after us and i'm like eh, you know child i get y'all are fans of this nigga why don't nobody got the video where the video at who the fuck was at the party can i just see one punch we had we had a little pre a little pre video, but that's not really. Nah, I want to see. All we kind of hear is him saying "fuck her" about Tiana Taylor. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I think we got your phone out for I mean, everything that's else. One thing. Right, but if y'all got that, y'all need to give me the punches. Give me the fucking world star footage. Yeah, where's that? That's yeah. kind of confusing to me too. But anyway, yeah, all the R and B niggas, Brian McKnight doing some crazy shit too. This nigga don't don't. <laughs> it's not even funny bitch but like fuck my past life boy what happened what kids i don't like you don't like the black kids which i mean i got black he's like i got black kids what y'all talking about i ain't do that that ain't me who wrote them songs i ain't write them songs that's on par with a lot of negroes once they start doing what they do but what i will say is as i keep scrolling on twitter and these things just keep popping up on my newsfeed, I don't go out looking for them. They just pop out. So shout out to y'all Twitter. Black Twitter. Um, mm-hmm. It was some shit where, allegedly, he had actually, should we even say allegedly? Because it did go to court. So, no? Who, Brian? Yeah, so he had, he was trying to say that it was either his daughter or his niece was like fucking her uncle or something when she was he, like he, below he said age. That? Yeah, when she was like below, um, underage, which I mean, that's not her fucking, that's statutory rape, but whatever. Um, turns out that it wasn't true and he had to pay some coins. Mm, um, defamation, okay. Yeah, he had to pay some coins. So it's just, I don't know what's going on and in the don't even get me started on Marcus Houston. Oh, it's God. Just, I can't listen to no Mature. I can't listen to no Marcus Houston. I, I wasn't can't listening even. to that shit anyway. 
But for me, I can't watch Sister Sister. I grew up with Immature. Oh, I ain't watched that anyway. <laughs> so, I'm not watching reruns of Sister Sister. When it came out, I watched it and that was it. No reruns. I don't care. That show didn't really hit for me. But the music, yeah. So like whenever he comes up on my, my playlist, I got to keep going. It don't got the... I got that icky feeling mm-hmm. when I hear the song Naked. Mm-hmm. That Naked remix, that was my shit. It's, it's, it's giving R. Kelly for sure. I can't even do it, so... Yeah. Trey, Trey songs out here being Trey songs. It's just you know the R and B dudes. Come another on predator. Now. Y'all taking yeah. so much from us. Yeah. Well, that's that. When they let that industry, when they let that industry enable these men, Kiki told y'all years ago. Y'all try to say she was bitter. She was angry. She was trying to bring somebody down. She looking for clout. Who the fuck is Trey songs to give Kiki Palmer clout? Like y'all yeah, why Kiki dumb. would need clout to do that? Bitch, it's Kiki, fuck? baby. It's Kiki Palmer. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, please. Y'all hoes, they be making up all types of shit to just excuse this behavior. And it's very disheartening. It's like, y'all need to do better. And if they they weren't coddled so much, they didn't know they would get away with it. They wouldn't be doing it so carelessly so easily so so much in abundance like (sighs) that's it that's my rant (sighs) anyway well let's get into this episode and nanny makes three and this time we got a cold open Mm -hmm. etsy Mm -hmm. you got it you, it's, you know, it, you it's wanna... a little bit lighthearted this time. So pretty much, the girls come to Joan's place. They eating, they chilling. J spot, J spot. They mm-hmm. eating, they chilling. They don't pay. Joan lets them go. William is like, um, you need to talk to them because we already don't got no business anyway in the first place. And these girls are eating and chilling and drinking for free. And Joan is kind of like scared. She doesn't want the conflict. She doesn't want the smoke. So she kind of just Joan. lets it rock. That's that's Joan. And, you know, I'm just we're going to get this B story out of the way because this is <laughs> the story is kind of half baked. It I get it, but it doesn't take a full what I think they gave it like four scenes. It doesn't mm-hmm. take that long to tell the story. But who's giving them this food? Who's serving it? Somebody's taking the order mm-hmm. and making the food and handing it to them so like what what are y'all why who who's doing this This is partially your fault if you're letting this happen Mm -hmm. but we're gonna get through it um when we see that scene when we see the j-spot next maya and lynn are eating and drinking macalitos oh like mocktails but macalitos is that what they said is that what it is that's what it sounded like it's it's my that's what it was. <laughs> yeah, it's juice. <laughs> so they're having uh, you know, they're having a good old time judging the food and everything. And Joan's like, okay, we need to talk. So she confronts them about not paying. And she mentions that the restaurant's going through a rough patch. And they can't be doing this shit no more. And Maya jumps in with, say no more. We love this place. We're gonna keep coming. She thinks, Oh, we're we're low on business and they're like, Don't worry, we're here all the time. Lynn says, we're not going anywhere, and we believe in you, so we'll see you in the morning for breakfast. Joan's like, we're not open for breakfast, and Lynn says, it's fine, I have a key. I'm like, damn, how do you make the food? It's just, there's so many holes in this storyline. <laughs> um, 
So they're about to head out, and Joan doesn't stand her ground because she's a punk. So mm. William tries his luck. Neither of you is going anywhere till you pay for your food. Well, you better back up before I get out east of Weston. <laughs> you do. I'll get south of the Getty on the 405 on you. And what's so tough about that? Oh my God, they've got construction. It's down to three lanes. Try to tell. I was like, can he call the cops on them for theft of services? Is that a thing? Can't he do that? I mean, they're his friends. And it'd be a little. You can, know. but did they really steal it if they got the okay from Joan Pryor? And somebody made the food? No, it's just like dining and dashing. Can you get no. arrested for dining and dashing? No, but my, my, my question is did they steal it if Joan has a history of letting them eat for free? And she gave them the okay for them to eat for free. <laughs> like if okay, so last week she said they could eat for free. That mean they could eat for free forever. Well, we don't know Every what happened day? before they sat down. If they have an ongoing history of eating for free, and Joe never said anything to them, then oh, okay, girl, we good. I'm just like, yo, this is this is bad, but. Um, maybe he, I feel like he could still call the cops, but it's all about Joan. Cause he's not even the full partner. He's a silent partner on the side. It's up to Joan, I guess. Um, and does Joan want, want him to call the cops? So let's say he does call the cops, right? And the cops come. Is Joan going to say, yeah, they stole it. Or is she going to be like, um, no, it's fine. So if the person well, knowing who, Joan, she's going to be like, oh, my God, I, I didn't know it would get this far. I'm sorry. I mean, they, yeah, they didn't pay, but they're also my friends. So, you know, she don't got no backbone. That's what I'm saying. So she'll lose her whole business and be like, ah, OK, well, I'm not going to say anything. I'll just lose my business and close my restaurant because I'm punk. <laughs> That's Joan. Um, but they leave, go to a movie and they come back or whatever. Um, and. She sends them a message saying that she wanted to talk to them. And she goes in on them and she makes a lot of good points. First of all, I shouldn't have to say anything. My friends are supposed to know that I'm scared. My restaurant is failing. Be there for me. Pay a bill. (laughs) Bring some customers in here. Like, I'm always there for you guys. Like, Maya, I bought 100 copies of your book. And I wrote a really good review on Amazon.com, which, by the way, nine out of ten people found useful. (laughs) And then I have supported you forever. I went to eight of your graduations and you only went to three. (laughs) I have been a damn good friend, a damn good friend, and when are you guys going to be there for me? Damn. A hundred copies. How much is that? The book is probably like, what, maybe $20? Yeah, how much is that? Like two thousand dollars? God damn, Joan! The fuck? She wants to be a hey, Joan's a supportive friend, so. Oh, pay my rent for that much? Yeah, I was like, damn, okay, Joan. And she tells Lynn, "I went to eight of your graduations. Eight? Hmm. Oh my, that's there's been that many. Not eight, Joan. And she's so she's like, I've been a damn good friend. When are you guys gonna be there for me? And it's true." You know, they shroud it in comedy and they make it funny and they make it like a kiki thing. But Joan is always helping her friends out. She's housing them. She's feeding them. And whenever she gets some shit going for herself, they be acting like this. They use her. Hmm. So Lynn apologizes. 
And she says, yo, I would apologize sooner, but Maya wouldn't let me. Then Maya apologizes too, and she, they hug it out. Hmm. And then Maya and Lynn talk about how they was going to egg her house and torture car and call the health ex- inspector and let a rat loose and shit. I'm like, damn. All because she wanted y'all to pay for your meals? That was wild. a bit much. Like, when yeah. I heard that, I was like, are you hoes even really friends? What is this, bitch? Yeah, if we're with friends like this, who needs enemies, as they say? The fuck wrong with y'all? And so, Maya's like, oh, by the way, Joan, you might want to put down some traps. Y'all are wild. This is a restaurant where people serve food. Mm-hmm. Shit, I don't know. They talk about girlfriends, but fuck, nah. Not this time. Mm-hmm. Actually, a lot of times. When y'all trying to sleep with each other's man and shit, Tony, mm. I don't know how y'all can still be girlfriends after some of this shit. Yeah, that's, that was wild. Like, whoa, Tony? You really trying to fuck her nigga? Bitch. Yeah, and this and that's one of the most popular characters in the show. People love her. Imagine if Joan still. tried to fuck Todd, which, ew, why would she want to? But, like... To get back at Tony. Oof. Try mm. to fuck my nigga, I'll try to fuck yours. Fuck you mean. Mm. try to fuck her nigga she'll try to fuck your brad mm. what would you do would you try to <laughs> nah cause Todd will tell Todd will be like no I'm staying faithful <laughs> Todd wouldn't go for it <laughs> Todd would be like well so was Sean Sean was like he ain't do nothing yeah so yeah. So I don't know Todd seems even more like he he probably would, would do a white girl but not, not Joan they, 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 decent, <laughs> decent niggas. I don't know. I don't know. I, I I think Todd, if the right one come around, he'll start acting dumb, for sure. Yeah, but he would he wouldn't do it with Joan. I think he would. Joan is too close to the 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 friend group. Yeah, it has to be an outside girl, a black or otherwise. Mm-hmm. I think he'll do it. That nigga ain't shit either. Yeah, but as far as revenge, I mean, Joan can at least try. Yeah, she could try. But, uh, it's so exhausting. Like, these hoes aren't exhausted of trying to get revenge on people who y'all supposed to be, like, Hey, that's what, uh, these these reality shows are based on nowadays, right? Jesus. Trash Bravo shows and shit y'all be watching? It's just so much. Yeah, but at least they get paid. girls club and shit. Some of you bitches is just doing this shit for free. Girl, Bad Girl Club ain't been on in, like, ten years. I don't... Man, don't play with me. I don't know. I don't watch that shit. Why you gotta be that funny? I don't know. Like Basketball wives, fucking loving hip hop. Oh my god, I'm you done. Why I mean. housewives? Housewives, that's still on, right? Oh, them hoes getting bread though. Yeah. Oh, so they can do whatever they want to their friends because they getting bread. Okay, my bad. I I, that, I forgot we get down like that. That okay. shit isn't even real. <laughs> it's not real. You know that that shit is. Most of that shit is scripted or set up. That's why they be talking in the in the in the in the confessionals like, oh, no, 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 girl, you already know she was gonna be there. It wasn't a surprise that you seen her there. Stop it. The producers already set it up, but whatever. Anyway, back to an actual scripted show. Um, <laughs> we are moving on to Tony's condo. Um, it is. We still don't have any transition music. It just moves to the next scene. Morgan is home. And Todd and her, Todd and Tony are dealing with the baby, making sure that she's sleeping properly mm-hmm. and so on. Todd's singing to the baby. Tony's like, where you learn that shit at? Who been teaching you how to sing, nigga? 
Mm. Mm-hmm. All you see, a nurse, you're like a nurse? He's like, no, it's just common knowledge. Mm. I'm like, okay. Is it? Mm-hmm. Is it? You wasn't singing before, bitch. Right. Where, where was this? Fuck you get that voice from. <laughs> <laughs> So Todd wants to sleep on the floor right next to the baby um, just in case she wakes up. And they're kind of arguing at first about who's going to sleep there. And Tony suggests, which is a conversation it looks like they've had previously about getting a nanny. Um, but she's like, we can't because we all we, we agreed that we were going to bond with Morgan first. And she was like, she's like, OK, I'll sleep in here and you can sleep on the couch because she wants to bond with the baby and such. So we see in a little time jump that the baby's crying up a storm, up a storm. And Tony's sleeping like, well, a baby, (laughs) she's not moving at all. Mm -hmm. And at first I'm like, damn, I wish I could sleep this good with noises. This, this fucking piercing in my ear. (laughs) What you doing? (laughs) I need whatever you got. Um, and Todd wakes up to tend to the baby and he's kicking her like, yo, why you, what's up? Why you still sleeping? You can't hear her. Apparently Tony put earplugs in. Mm-hmm. What was your thought when you saw her with the earplugs? I was like, that's kind of genius, but <laughs> <laughs> listen, the baby is fed. The diapers are changed and you check the body everything ain't nothing wrong with her it's just some shit where babies just want to cry just to cry if that's what you gotta do and ain't nothing wrong with the child do that shit because guess what when you wake up she's still gonna be crying i thought it was kind of genius but i mean whatever okay (laughs) um i don't know how babies work right do they cry when they dying (laughs) because i'm like what if the baby's dying and you can't hear nothing because they crying how are you even gonna know if they're dying, if they cry just to cry. How are you even going to know? Like you can't ask it. Like, what's going on? Like, you can't ask <laughs> you know? the baby. If they, when, when they cry, when, when they not, when they not dying, when, when they, um, when they chilling, when, when they see their favorite toy, when, when it's not their favorite toy. Well, sometimes they, they have an earache and they crying. So you got to, you got to figure it out. That's, if they're hurting. That's why I said you've checked the baby, you've done all of that, you know, inspection, the body everywhere, whatever, whatever. The baby is fed, the diaper is changed. So what else is there to do? Mom's tapping. Let us know. <laughs> is this genius or no? I mean, it's the first two weeks. Anything could be going on with that baby. There I could don't be no fuck. There could be a lot of things could, going on, for sure. It could be something where they um I don't know, something internal like like ears throat fever i don't know if you want to let that sit for a few hours you know you because no, an adult sleeps for eight hours you're gonna sleep for eight hours even with the when she in? was up though right and she's holding on to the baby she's not inspecting the ears she's just trying to get her to stop crying so well, rem- that's because tony just is new to this shit she don't know <laughs> to do that well that's a new mom right that's someone who's a fresh parent so if when you up you're just going to have the baby in your arms anyway while she's crying. She's not inspecting the ears or the body or whatever those whole four or five hours while the baby is crying. Like we see in the next scene. Well, Todd, Todd was, well, Todd's a doctor, so he probably has a little more insight into that. <sighs> well, and he should have stayed with the baby then while while she brand new. Since she's, he's so motherfucking insightful and, and 
whatever the fuck. My thought was when she had the earplugs in, I didn't think what you thought. I asked you this because I know we be thinking different. We like, we be like devil and angel on the shoulder for real. <laughs> but I was like, I was like, damn, she hate this child. When she had earplugs in, I was like, bitch, she hate this child. But here's the thing also. When you have earplugs in, that doesn't mean that you can't hear anything. Well, she ain't wake up. You see what I'm saying? It just means that it makes the sound less aggressive. She could still hear her crying. It doesn't make you like, mm. it's not like wake fucking up. insulated headphones or no shit like that. Like, my nigga, you can still hear stuff <laughs> with headphones in. <laughs> with, with, um, with earplugs in. Like, that's why she just don't want the okay. sound to be oldie loud. It's like, Having the TV on I, on a mid-sound instead of it being on the highest. I get it, but when it's your child and you don't move, I don't know, man. That would just have me going, oh, shit, you ain't want to hear nothing this child had to say to you. Mm. What, what she was saying. This child. <laughs> she could have been saying anything. <laughs> Bitch, my ears hurt. I'm, I'm hot all over. I got a tummy ache. Like, it could have been anything. Child. I Baby's was just, just like, damn, crying, she hates bro. this fucking kid. <laughs> I, I don't even think she when, hated it. I think that she's we, exhausted. And remember, she's having a kid with somebody who she not really fucking like that. That has to be taken into account. She was just exhausted. Maybe it's because... Why sleep in the room? Why she trying to I sleep know, in the room? She gonna put the earphones, the earphones I know, because she still wants to be there. She still wants okay, to be there. there. You still there. You really want some quiet. Go out on the, on the couch. Nah, you still. You it seems still... like she put them shits in immediately. Like, oh no, I'll stay in here with the baby. Doop. Well, What's the point? What, what what would be better, her staying in there or her being on the couch where she doesn't have, she can't get to the baby at all in a totally it separate room? It don't matter room. if she can get to the baby. She can't hear the baby neither. She can hear the baby. Oh my god! Why she ain't wake up then, Etsy? Because if she can hear the baby, people, some people can sleep through noise. Absolutely. Then if she's that much of a sleeper had... through noise, she should have. She shouldn't even needed the headphones have or the y'all, earbuds. Have earplugs. y'all ever had those things in your ear? You can still hear. It's just not as loud. You know what, listeners? This is going on too long. Like, tell us what y'all think, because like she's my not thing deaf. Is once she has that shit I in get her it. ear, I get it. She's not deaf, but for some reason, the baby screams wasn't loud enough to wake her up. Right. So if you're that much of a sleeper to where you can sleep through a little bit of noise, like you just said, then mm-hmm. maybe you're not the person to be laying on the floor next to your child in their first couple weeks of life. Maybe pass that off to the father. But she don't want to because she's not fucking with Todd. <laughs> I mean, you ain't fucking with Morgan either, apparently. <laughs> so anyway, y'all tap in. Let us know what y'all think because... I mean, we know there's a bigger picture here and she's going through some shit. But my thing is, you made a conscious choice to put these in your ear. We know. We know Tony loves her sleep. We know. Mm-hmm. So it was already pretty much predestined that she would sleep through this shit, with, especially with the men in her ears. So I don't know. I just felt like that was cold-blooded. Um, but she wanted to sleep some more so she can be ready to deal with Morgan in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um... So Todd grabs the baby, warms up a bottle, and then we get a time lapse of Tony being left with the baby sans earplugs. Morgan's crying in her arms. She's trying to get her to stop. Nothing's working. And then it's like the next day. 
and we see her in the living room and she puts the baby on like the living room table in her like stroller carriage bassinet whatever you call it and she's screaming at the baby what she say you remember what she said to the baby she gave the um i know what you did last summer she gave that <laughs> she gave the no kind of kind of what do you want from me oh and then she starts crying i was like oh my god and there's no music no nothing it's just her crying the baby crying everybody crying melodramatic todd's not there i don't know where he at i think he went to go get some food or something and did you think oh this is the start of the symptoms of postpartum depression postpartum rage I think the postpartum depression started when she put them he- them 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 earbuds in them um not oh, the earbuds right, right, right. but yeah, the things in but yeah the rage right. yeah but this this actually was like the big like okay mm-hmm. for me like that was just a little minor thing but this the crying because if you crying and a baby crying who gonna help who what's going on mm. so she seems resentful. To this child as if Morgan's trying to ruin her life on purpose. And then we see Tony in the hallway. She's reading a magazine. Uh, we don't see the baby next to her. The baby's in the apartment. She got the baby monitor sitting next to her. Baby's still crying. The elevator dings and Todd gets off. And he's like, hey, what you doing out here? She hands in the baby monitor. He's like, it's your turn. Deuces. He's like, where are you going? She's like, I need a break. And then what happens? This nigga can't get into the apartment because Tony... Has it locked and didn't even realize that, which means, Damn. well, no, she would have the key. So she wouldn't necessarily be not locking herself out, but she locked Todd out without knowing. But my thing also is, why is the door locked? <laughs> Regardless if you had the it key It could have been not. that she locked it uh, as, a, as a force of habit and just didn't realize she locked it because hmm. her mind's all over the place. She probably just forgot, you know, when you have that muscle memory that you leave your door with your keys, you lock it. True. You know, she just, they just had the baby. They don't realize, oh, shit, that's right. There's a baby this time. I can't lock it. Right. <laughs> you know? But, God, that, what panic that would be as a parent. She's already down the elevator. She turns her phone off. That's, that's, so you that's can't OD. even call her. If you got a baby, you're not supposed to be turning your phone off, girl. You, you wild. all. So I was like, yo, she really hates this kid. She, <laughs> when you turn your wild. phone off. And I, I know she's going through shit, listeners. I'm just saying. You purposely turn your phone off when you got a newborn weeks old? That's crazy. You don't want to hear from that child. You don't want to hear shit. <laughs> and we jump forward in time. Todd is inside the apartment. Thank God. Whew, the baby's safe. He was let in by the maintenance man. And Tony comes back and she has no idea what happened because her phone was off. She don't have no idea. I'm like, she could have called William. She could have called Maya. She could have called Veretta. She could have called a lot of people, but they want to bond with the baby first. But if you really need help, you got a village. Yeah. And the people who are open and willing and actually want to take care of the kids. Like, you got mad people, bitch. The fuck? Yeah. Oh, my God. Instead of hiring that nanny, you could have hired somebody, ask one of your friends or, and do it for free. Or for free. Yeah. The fuck? Wasn't Joan there? Why couldn't you just tell her to- she was going to be well, there Well, Joan's anyway. dealing with the restaurant, so. But she was going to be there anyway, right? Oh, at the um, appointment. Yeah. Save your coins. Mm-hmm. So Todd tells Tony about the locked door. Tony, why was your cell phone off? Because I didn't have it on. You locked me out of the apartment. I couldn't get to Morgan. What? 
Oh my God, oh God, is she okay? She's fine. We got lucky this time. The maintenance guy let me in. And when he tells her, she genuinely looks remorseful. He's like, where's your head? Don't you understand life is different now? Now, Todd should recognize the signs of postpartum depression as a doctor. That and here's the thing. Tony going through her thing thing, but nigga, we still ain't forget about you um acting crazy when your bitch is pregnant. So let's not let's not get too much dip on your chip. All right, my nigga, you're not gonna be, be out mad here. responsible now. He's trying to turn yeah, over. Yeah, let's let's not do that because at the end of the day, Tony's points are valid when it comes to the fact that you're not gonna be there. You just here temporarily, and then you trying to um regulate shit. Absolutely not. You are still gonna be across the country, wherever the fuck you're at, while she's left alone with this baby. So you're not gonna try to doctor fill me, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> bitch where's oh your head is everything okay do you like this baby what's going on nigga do you like the baby you still going to new york i'm still here bitch <laughs> <laughs> and she's like well you know bitch. tony says yeah you you <laughs> tony's like yeah you get to come and go as you please mm-hmm. but i'm here stuck with morgan mm-hmm and I was like, damn, you stuck with the baby? You said that? Mm, yeah, damn. you know. You know the, real, the realness comes out when, when niggas is upset. Yeah, that's how she feels. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I didn't know you would be stuck. You, you consider that stuck with our daughter. Mm-hmm. And she says, well, we're getting divorced. I need to learn, learn to do this on my own. He's like, no, you don't. You're right. I need a nanny. We agreed we need time to bond with our baby. Then handle your business, because I'm bonded like super glue. She's like, you're right, I need a nanny. And he's like, I thought we said we wouldn't. <laughs> what is this And so we? we bonded with the baby. I mean, I guess they talked about it. I guess. And we move on to the next scene. Where we're at the doctor's office, Todd's there, and Joan walks in to meet him. It's so cute. It's like, oh, hey. Oh, Joan, you came through. I know. She's trying to make up for the fact that she missed the birth, though. So that's why she's going for the two-week checkup. Right. <laughs> and um, Todd's like, so is Tony and Morgan with you? And she's like, uh, nope. Um, they're not here yet. And he's like, nah. She's like, oh, it's fine. She's probably teaching Morgan to be fashionably late. Mm. And then we flash over to Tony, and she got some shopping bags. She don't got a baby with her. Mm-mm. She looked like she having just a good old day, just shopping, getting some skia. Um, and then we see Maya sitting in one of the booth, re- one of the booths, reading her own book, just commenting on how wonderful she is and how smart she is. So Tony sits down with her for a little bit, and Maya's like, "Where your baby at, girl? I thought she was. I thought you got a newborn." And she's like, "Oh, she's with the nanny." She's like, the nanny? I thought y'all said y'all wasn't getting a nanny. She's like, well, Morgan need a nanny now. I'm like, it's been two weeks. <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. And you kind of see Maya. She peeps something. She look, she look at her like, hold up. You all right, girl? You mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. And Tony's like, oh, you know, Maya, I don't have no business being somebody's mother. Mm-hmm. I mean, what do you think? That's true. Mm. Mm. I don't know. I think that she's going through it. Especially since this baby wasn't even planned. So it's like... Yeah, it's a learning curve anyway. Yeah. Mm. I feel bad for her. Mm. Yeah. So Todd's on the phone back at the doctor's office. He's like, 
calling her like where are you what's going on and then we see the spanish lady walk in to the doctor's office with the same carriage stroller now this is clever because you know all babies look alike right Mm -hmm. (laughs) so what's really cool is early in the episode they showed that carriage that red carriage that tony was yelling at Mm -hmm. what do you want from me (laughs) so now we see it the lady coming in with it and that's how we are supposed to identify oh that's morgan you know Mm-hmm. Even though I know other people can can have that same carriage, but that's a clever way to show it. And Todd doesn't recognize the carriage either. Right? Are you present, motherfucker? Yeah. That, do you pay attention? That bright maybe, ass maybe red carriage. Like, I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, that is it is bright red, especially if you bought it. Yeah. Like you can't be like, dang, my my daughter got one just like that. Like right. you can't even think like that. He wasn't even paying. He wouldn't peep nothing. But Joan sees the baby and recognizes the baby. She do a double take at first. And she's like, Todd, um, don't think I'm crazy, but ain't that your baby? He looks at the baby. He's like, hold up. Who, who are you? Why do you have my baby? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the, the nanny's like, pulls out a picture of, of uh, Tony and Todd on their wedding day. Oh, yeah, Mr. Garrett. What's going on? He's like, who are you? Where did you come from? Your nanny, El Salvador. <laughs> Why, why Tony Yo. gave her the big ass she couldn't give her a small wallet sized picture why she gave her the you one know. that's sitting on the uh, on the dresser <laughs> was for, she's like bitch I don't need this shit no more you can have it I don't want this shit oh we ain't God. together no more it's we're about so to divorce this picture don't mean shit no more go the, ahead and take it it's still in the frame like you yeah just take it out of the frame yeah. use it for something else right yeah it's a situation. So oh the the nanny, he tells the nanny, don't worry, I got it from here. Like, I'll take the baby. You can head on out. So now Joan's making all these excuses. She's like, oh, maybe there's an emergency. Like, you know, getting the nanny a green card. I'm like, damn, early 2000s immigration jokes. What a time. Mm. What a time. Are we even still in the early 2000s? Ain't it mid at this point? 2005, 2006? No. I guess earlier than it is now. We we about twenty years in. We twenty something years in. That's early. Oh mm. five is early compared to where we are now. Lord of mercy. But Todd's like, damn, she don't want this baby. And Joan's trying to calm him down, but she's not making a very good case. Um, this is supposed to be a lawyer. <laughs> she's like, Tony loves this baby. You know how she is. Um, actually, I'm like, I don't know how she is. Actually, she's never had a baby before, so. I don't think her prior movements before the baby can be held against her with the baby. Mm-hmm. I don't think she's doing this on purpose. I think part of it is just hormonally, things are changing. You know, we talked about post-delivery clarity, post-delivery forgetfulness. Shout out to Jen Connors, uh, super fan <laughs> guest, um, telling us about that on Twitter. You know, things happen post-pregnancy. And you know what? Men don't have to deal with that. They can be super parent of the year of the month of their lives because they don't have to deal with this postpartum shit. Yeah. They're not the ones that actually had the baby. So, yeah. So they just, they get to be the, the parent that's telling you how to do shit and try to be alert. And he not without... even be there. Like to me, that like that's, that's just audacity to me. Like <laughs> they get, mm-hmm. you are literally a textbook part-time parent. 
And you yeah. have the audacity to try to tell somebody they don't. If you cared enough about your kid, you would come back and practice. You move. Where you originally were. Right. Because yeah. at this point, you ain't even been in New York for that long for you to be um, for you to call it home like you do the West Coast. You would come back. Yeah. And the way he, he talks down about the way she parents, it's like, all this is all new to both of y'all. Exactly. So, like, let's give each other some grace. Like, come on now. And so Joan continues to to fail at her argument and says, you know how she is. She has a hard time expressing her feelings. Her love comes through her actions. The fact that she's always there, that's how she shows her love. Well, she's not here. What does that say? And Joan's like, oh, damn, you right. You right. She, I would never make Joan put in a good word for me or such shit. Like, <laughs> that was terrible. She that was terrible, Joan. She used to be a lawyer, but she's out of practice, literally. <laughs> so, you know. So we go back to, to Skia, where Tony's having a heart-to-heart with Maya. Tony's telling her about all the stuff she's done wrong with Morgan. And Maya says it's natural for a mom to be exhausted. And she's like, Maya, I locked her in the apartment. And Maya's like, hold up. Maya kind of buckles for a second. She tries to smile through the disappointment. Mm. That shit was funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so uh, Tony says, I feel like a failure. Mm. Such a failure. Everything I touch goes bad. Mm-hmm. And she says, um, Maya, I don't even want to be around her. I was like, well, there you go, guys. There you go. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest clue. What do you do with postpartum depression? What do you do with it? Like, what do you take? Is there a medicine or a counseling or what do you do? Do you know? Girl, there's been a time. I, I think that throughout the last 10 to 15-ish years, doctors really started to take it seriously. Like, they wasn't even trying to, they just called it going through the motions. <laughs> it wasn't even, it oh, wasn't shit. even called postpartum depression for a very long time. Like, you know, and even now, like people just be, they be just thinking, oh, this person is a bad mom or whatever, whatever. Yeah. They're negligent to the child or whatever, whatever. So I don't even know if there's something you take. Moms that have had postpartum depression and have gotten some type of treatment, is it just something where they tell you to, well, you know, it's just, this is what it is. Yeah, take a vacation or do they actually give you medicine and stuff like that and and doctors if any doctors are listening tap in as well don't be scared y'all not we mean it not the doctors like todd because he should know better and not and preferably not some not phd doctors i'm talking about medical doctors (laughs) no no dr phil's real doctors (laughs) and not real doctors i mean all y'all are real doctors but i mean the ones that are medical doctors Mm -hmm. you know what i mean y'all y'all know what we mean stop it yeah and it's funny to watch the show and be like oh that's postpartum depression whereas the characters on the show are not reacting how we at home are reacting so you know early 2000s i can imagine people watching the show just thinking yeah that's a bad mom right there Mm -hmm. but now that we've got the education what 20 years later Mm -hmm. was it 20 years later almost 20 years later we can identify that same with um a few i think last season lynn was exhibiting signs of depression and Maya just called her lazy. And looking at it through a 2023 lens, we can be like, oh, that's depression. Mm-hmm. You know, that meme with Leonardo DiCaprio, we're pointing to the screen like, mm-hmm. but back then it was like, oh, you lazy. 
Yeah. So it's it's interesting to watch it knowing what we know now. Mm-hmm. But Tony says she doesn't want to be around the kids she, because she doesn't want to mess her up. And uh, that's why she's at Skia instead of her first doctor's appointment. And Maya goes the fuck off. She said, you know what she said? What she said? She said, uh-uh. Oh, hell to the no, honey boo. <laughs> Tony's like, don't judge me, Maya. And she's like, I ain't judging you. That's that's up to the Lord. Mm. If and when you reach the pearly gates. Mm. <laughs> and, you know, Tony just looks really sad. So Maya tells her about a time she left Jingle Jangle on the, at the bus stop. And L.A. Transit returned him. So the point is, being a parent involves making mistakes. And then you learn from the mistakes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you're going to make more, but eventually you're going to be in practice. And then if you have a second child, it'll be like cake. You know, mm-hmm. Tony says, Maya, how'd you get so smart? And she's like, girl, I'm an authoress. Okay. And then later, later in this conversation, um, I like, even though I don't really like, but Tony like uh, fixes Maya's grammar, corrects her grammar. Mm-hmm. And this is where we started the series. You remember her first episode? She was correcting her grammar. She was. She Look was how far we've come. Yes, she was being very, very elitist to um to Maya. Yeah, they've come a long way. Let's just say that. You know, I love that. So Tony's back at the apartment. She's talking to Morgan. We find out that the nanny's name is Concepcion, which is a choice because doesn't that translate to conception? Mm-hmm. They couldn't call the lady Consuela or Maria or. You know, mm. Linda, something. That's an interesting name. Concepcion. Um, so Tony tells Morgan, don't give up on me. I'm trying. I'm learning. We can learn together. And what, they show the baby and the baby's back to being cocoa colored. Did you see? Yeah, it bounces back between light skin Michael Jackson and um, <laughs> darker skin Michael Jackson. Yeah. Got a light skin friend, look like Michael Jackson. Got a dark skin friend, look like Michael Jackson. So that's the baby. They don't, I don't know what casting department is doing, but I know that there's a, a picture floating around for like later in the season when the baby is white, white. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm just saying. Whatever baby they could find. That's probably the somebody yeah, baby like, who, on Who's set? on today? <laughs> they, no, they're probably like, who's crying? Because we can't have a baby. We got to have a quiet baby this time. Okay, mm-hmm. the white one crying, so we're going to take the black one. <laughs> so Todd's back. On, he's on the couch. She goes out in the living room. She tells Concepcion that she's relieved for the day. They got it from there. Not the accent. <laughs> Concepcion. Hey, that's how you say it. Um, so Ta- Tony apologized for missing the appointment. And Todd said, forget that shit. You handed our daughter off to a complete stranger. And Tony's like, I know I got off to a rough start. I did. But Todd, I love her. The way you show love is by being there and you haven't been there. But, but it's going to get better. Todd, I was scared. And, and I know I stopped trying, but I'm back. And I'm, I'm not going to give up this time. You know, I, I believe you want to try, but I'm not, I'm not going to risk our daughter's well-being on the hope. That you pull this off? He can't trust her alone with the baby. Mm-hmm. It's hard to fuck up. Like, when you have a newborn, like, you can fuck up with, like, a three-year-old, probably, you know? Or a five-year-old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but a newborn who's still trying to get their lungs together and get adjusted to the air. and hmm <laughs> They have different needs. So it's, like, ugh. 
No, it's just, I was just going to say the same thing. Like, Todd, you left your pregnant wife once and took your ass back to um New York. So, fuck you. I ain't really trying to hear nothing you trying to say. But, yeah, continue. Um, Yeah, it's tough. It's tough when um you leave the door locked up, got your phone off, you got the earplugs. <laughs> I get it from his, his perspective. It's from back his perspective, to back to it. back. Yeah. It's back to back to back. It's like hit after hit after hit you know mm-hmm. and, but I also can see like yo you're a doctor you can't see what's going on He's, he decides to do something else though he says I'm gonna take full custody of Morgan thoughts that might be a good idea to have him take full custody for a little bit um well full custody is not for a little bit but <laughs> yeah but also it's like here's the thing so you're gonna take full custody of Morgan you're going to take her back to New York, right? That's what he's saying. Yeah. You are a doctor who works these long hours. Who is Morgan going to be with? A nanny. A nanny. <laughs> so you're going to take her away okay. from the mom because she got a nanny. Also, this, you, you can pay a nanny to do the same yeah. shit. So you're saying, yeah, go ahead and say, go ahead and get full custody. See how easy it is, bitch. See how easy your life is. Do that. On, on a... Yeah, riding the subway, um, taking taking uh, taxis and shit. Let's see, let's see what you do. Cause our system is totally different over here in New York, baby. It's it's a it's a different type of jungle. Not with the, not with yeah. a, not with a newborn baby. Yeah, you can't just hop in a car with a stroller and and, and drive around the city. That ain't how this the streets work Mm-mm. in New York. You could do that in L.A., but in New York, it's public transport, or you got you got that bread for some taxis every day. Mm-hmm. Not when Every single to, day there not and back. When you try to pay down that 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 half a mil um debt. That's another thing. How you gonna get full custody when your your income is is so flimsy right now? You're still paying off that debt. Don't they look at that stuff when you decide whether they want to give you full custody or not? Yeah, it's just it's just hypocritical. I think the real answer was what she did, which is get some help that is reliable yeah. that you are paying to be there. So you know that they're actually going to be there because you can ask your friends. But at the end of the day, like they got lives too. number one and number two, you're not paying them. Yeah, that's not. Yeah. When you're paying somebody, that's a that's an insurance. Exactly. That they're going to be there. That they are going to be there and they're going to do what they're And they're not going to leave and go, well, someone else is like if it's a friend and they're not getting paid, then that means when someone pays them to do whatever they do in their daily life, they can be like, well, sorry, you're not paying me. So I'm going to dip. This person is or this opportunity is calling, especially Maya. Maya has another kid in a book. So mm-hmm. Anything could happen with that. Mm-hmm. And then Lynn, you give her any kind of money, she will dip on you if there's another opportunity to make some money. I mean, so, yeah, that's a hustler. So, yeah, she'll be like a baby, bitch. They paying me $100 to fucking mop up some fucking shit over here. Deuces, Morgan. Fuck you mean? Exactly. I can bang on a drum and make $20 an hour. Like, I don't, exactly. So, I, don't, I don't really think that's the answer. He's doing this to try to spite her. But it's like, he's going to learn himself because at the end of the day, that's just extra money and time that you're going to have to put out. Because yeah. these doctors, they're not be saving every dollar. They be working 12, 13, 14 hours. And that's like... And remember, he's working on a TV show. Yes. And you know how long hours are on a TV show. Yes. And that's on the regular. Like, that's not like out of the ordinary. That is what they do. So, when 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 you going to have time to take care of that kid? You know, maybe he was like, oh, Natalie, 
maybe me and Natalie can take some shifts taking care of Morgan. Yeah, Natalie is probably an idiot who would be taking care of a newborn child that ain't hers. Yeah, she's probably one of those dumbasses. So <laughs> you know how you know how them white women are. Yeah, bitches. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> but but Natalie is a nurse, right? Something like that. Yeah, she gonna be working some long hours too. Unless they do inverted hours, like, well, they'll never see each other. Okay. Yeah, true. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, it does seem like this whole decision about the lawyer in full custody is just a reaction to fear. It's not even, it's only been two weeks, bro. Give her like, give her a month or three months or something. Damn. And then you're going to take her, take her baby all the way across the country. Like, that's tough for Tony. Unless you're going to head over to New York. No. We not doing that. We not doing that. That's your three thousand something miles. Your business is in and LA. These are formative years. Your, your money is in LA. Your support system is in LA. Everything that would help you is in LA. Your parents live live a few cities over. A few cities over. Like we're not we're not doing that. Your whole community is in the West Coast. That's dumb. Yeah, that would actually be one of the dumbest decisions that she can make. But it's like you you can't see your child. If he gets full custody, when are you gonna see your kid? All cause what are you of, gonna do? All cousin nigga. Let let's see if he actually wants to keep that full custody because there's a reason why women tend to get full custody, and it's not always that. Oh well, you know, it's because she fought. Baby, it's because a lot of niggas relinquish their rights. It's because they see how much responsibility and time and effort that it takes to yeah. put into a child. Right. For, aside from money, just like time and effort they relinquish them shits more men would get full custody if they actually wanted to fight not fake fighting not uh, but actually like fight fight (laughs) (laughs) and also he can use all that stuff like yeah she locked the baby in the apartment oh yeah she turned her phone off oh yeah she put the earplugs in as like evidence Mm -hmm. against her Mm-hmm. And that's another tough thing, too. I mean, Grant said, yeah, if you get full custody, what you finna do? Mm, yeah. Let's see what you do. So, uh-huh. we'll see. We get to this final, final scene. Joan's in confessional at a Catholic church because she don't want to talk to her minister because he can gossip, apparently. And she's guilt. She feels guilty because she possibly caused this custody situation. Possibly caused mm, to lose custody. Too much credit. I don't think she caused that shit. I don't know how that happened. Yeah. I don't think that's what. I mean, she did have a bad argument as far as like, oh yeah, you know what I noticed in the scene where he's telling Tony about I'm gonna go for full custody. He says to Tony, um, the way you show people that you you care about them or that you love them is that you're there. He repeats those words that that Joan said earlier to Tony, mm-hmm. and he's like, you're not, you weren't there. So maybe that's what she's thinking. Mm-hmm. Like saying that to him kind of made him go, ah, uh, okay. Well, she's not here. So I guess she doesn't care about this baby. But I still don't think it's, at the end of the day, Todd did what he did because yeah, he did he what grown. he did. Yeah. He jumped the gun. He really did. But she wants um, assurance that Tony will never find out and that she won't lose Morgan. And also she wants help um, saving her restaurant. She prays for that. I feel like it's a weak ending to the episode. Amen. They want us to wrap soft. it up, but... Did you just say amen? <laughs> <laughs> you silly. You silly! <laughs> but yeah. Amen. They they fucking... They went soft on the ending, for real. Yeah. But that's the end. That's the end of the episode. 
And so we get to our oh hell yes moment. Uh, Etsy, what is your oh hell yes moment? Ty was talking his shit, but my oh hell yes is, despite her postpartum depression, she recognizes that something is going on and she needs help. So she hires the help. The fuck is wrong with that? She thought that she could handle it all by herself, but she thought wrong. She's never had kids before. And that doesn't mean that she's not going to get quality time with the kid because she got a nanny, Todd. The fuck wrong with you? That's my oh hell yes. Her recognizing that and not driving herself insane or worse. I guess you can still bond with the baby. You can still bond with the baby with the nanny there. Of course she can. Especially since most of the time the baby's gonna be crying anyway. What type of bonding you think you're gonna do where she wah, 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 wah. Like, <laughs> for real. That's my oh hell yes. I don't care because niggas like to talk this shit, but they can't do the same shit when, when, the, when the shoe is on the other foot. You gonna take the baby there. You gonna figure out the schedule ain't working because duh, it's a newborn child. And then you're gonna hire a nanny anyway. Yeah. That's true. Except nobody's going to shame him for it. They're going to say, oh, well, he's busy. So, you know, he's an important doctor. He's a doctor and he's a man. He doesn't have time. He has to get the nanny. Ain't nobody going to shame him for it. But the fuck? Yes. That's my old hell. Yes. If you got the money, (laughs) do that shit. All right. So mine is actually from the, the B story. It's Joan giving her freeloading friends the real and letting them know that she's always been there for them. Hmm. She's always given them everything they need. And when it's time for them to to return the favor, they want to act like they ain't remember nothing from the past. She done housed them, fed them everything. Mm-hmm. I don't think she's ever told them this stuff either. Mm-hmm. She finally tells them. I don't know if it's going to stick, but I'm happy that she at least told them. I think so, it will. Because her buying how many copies of Maya's book? Girl, you spent like two racks. That's crazy. A hundred copies? And you want to act like that, Maya? Shit. Shit. You owe her a check. Maya owes Joe a check. For real? (laughs) Or, I don't know, something. You might have to, I don't know, work at at, uh, J-Spot. Cover that shit. Mm -hmm. You want to bust some dishes. Mm. Free labor. I mean, she paying back the books. That's what I'm saying. Like, Joan isn't going to pay her. So she's providing f- free labor in exchange for paying back the money for the books. You see what I'm saying? Mm. Okay. So it, it wouldn't even be because it wouldn't be on J-Spots. It would be coming out of that. Uh-uh. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's a good idea. Um, but that's the end of our episode. Head on over to Twitter. At Hell Yes Girl. Rate, review, subscribe. Head over to TikTok at hell yes girl the videos are coming i've just been a little busy but they're coming let's keep an eye out for those mm-hmm. next episode's called latching on and lashing out mm-hmm. that is season six episode four <laughs> i don't know what that's about but latching on sounds like a breastfeeding term so we'll see if i'm right next week meet us back here until then i'm nettie smith And I'm Etsy Rowe. And we'll see you then, guys. Be safe.